question for you. Are you struggling with symptoms of menopause or maybe it's PMS? And if you're a guy listening going, no, not me, I'm going to tune this out. Don't because there are women or girls in your life that might be. And I want to let you know about a free upcoming workshop that I'm offering to address this, because here's the thing. We were not meant to suffer. PMS and menopausal symptoms are not normal. We shouldn't accept them as normal. They are simply signs that your hormones are out of balance and the symptoms are your body's way of showing that to you and asking you to do something differently. So I will put a link in the show notes that you can click on to go ahead and register for my next are your hormones driving you crazy workshop, or you can go to my website, yourguidedhealthjourney.com and simply click on programs and then workshops and you will find it. And during this workshop, we're going to talk about how your hormones are affected by toxins, how your hormones are affected by the stress in your life and the connection between your sex hormones, your cortisol levels, which is indicative of your stress levels and your thyroid health and your insulin sensitivity, as well as steps that you can be taking to rebalance your hormones and eliminate your symptoms and get back to the life you love because that's what we want, right? We want to feel amazing and we can do that. You don't have to suffer. So I look forward to having you join me. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am your host, Melissa Dealey, and very excited to be sharing with you today another special guest, Janet Olmstead. Welcome, Janet. Hi. Nice to be here. I'm super excited to have you here, and I just want to introduce you a little bit and then let you share your story with the audience. But Janet is Canada's play expert. How fun does that sound? She's also an author, an executive health coach. She is on a mission to reignite people's passion for play to help fight lifestyle-related disease while improving their quality of life as they age. With over 20 years of experience in the health and wellness industry, Janet's strength as a play expert lies in working with habit-based change behavior, psychology, allowing individual and corporate clients to make sustainable progress towards optimal health. Ultimately, Janet helps her clients thrive through a deep health methodology. Most importantly, Janet guides people as they change their habits and have fun. And so I love that you're looking at using play to fight these lifestyle-related diseases. And that's why I wanted you on the show, because it aligns so beautifully with the work that I'm doing to also fight those same lifestyle 
uh, related diseases. And so please jump in and share with the audience what brought you into this life of play. Well, I've always been a huge um, kid at heart. Um, you know, all, all fun aside, I really am passionate about health and wellness. And it comes from a deep sense of, well, um, understanding how life is short. And uh, the reason I got, um, became a health coach after years and years and years of having an interest in health and wellness is because my body gave me a sign in my 20s. Um, which almost took my life. Uh, it was, my body was screaming at me and I wasn't paying attention. And I nearly died from a ruptured ovarian torsion um, six weeks before I got married. And um, I made it down the aisle and that experience made me promise to myself, I would never take my health for granted. I would always look after myself. And um, ironically, when I wrote my book, um, on play play also stands for please look after yourself in my book I have um, some acrostics and that's a huge one for me so play is a double meaning um, please look after yourself which I promised at 24 I would and also the act of you know understanding life is short and we do get to take care of ourselves ourselves we don't have to we do get to and I think choice. that's really yeah yeah it's it's a it's a choice and it's a gift and you know uh, we are so lucky to live in a, in an age where we have lots of options to take care of our health. Um, but finding the most sustainable way really matters to me too. Cause I know there's a lot, there's a lot of quick fixes and magic potions that are sold to us, but, you know, sustainable habit based change and the psychology that goes with it, making deep changes to that our behaviors reflect our values and our our own beliefs. Um, that's how things last. And that's what makes you show up every day and be able to take care of yourself the best way you can. So. And as hard as it was to go through that at the age of 24, just before getting married, again, when we always look back at these things with 2020 vision, and we know that things happen for us, not to us, right? Mm -hmm. And you were able to recognize that this happened for you because you needed to learn that lesson that it was a choice to look after yourself and you wanted to step into that and you needed to listen to your body. And I love that because again, it's so much about what I teach in the work that I do. And my regular listeners will have heard me say this many times, but at first our body whispers to us with the gentle touch of a feather. <laughs> yeah. If we don't listen, it might it scream and thump us with a brick. <laughs> And if we still don't listen, then watch out for the wrecking ball, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that is the reality for too many people because society teaches us to suck it up and push through and keep going, right? Yeah, work through the pain. Exactly, and be tough. Yeah. As opposed to our symptoms truly are our body's way of talking to us and asking us to do something differently. Yeah. And you know what? It's really served my own personal life well, um, outside of my, like of my first health scare then. Right. But as you know, I've, I am a mom and I have had, I have kids that, um, have all had their challenges and they, they all started from their bodies talking to them. And I was able to say to them, you know, you have to pay attention to these signs because they aren't fake. They're real. And you may want to brush them aside, but in fact, um, my husband 
most recently was his body was talking weird to him and he luckily went to the doctor and was able to capture a really serious medical condition early um, and get the treatment he needed and uh, thank god he listened to his body like it's really important i can't i don't know how much that like else just to tell people please look after yourself yes it really and, matters and listen to your body like you yes. say right yes and you know get to the bottom of it don't just mask it oh either, and, right? yeah, and don't wait you know a lot of people are scared mm-hmm. and that's often what happens to me as a coach you know um i will get referred to by uh medical professional or another client who's worked with me. And, um, often because they like your line of work in mind, they've had a wake up call or they're, um, scared about something. And even if someone comes to me and they're kind of suffering from something, I'll say, please go to your doctor. Let's, let's get this diagnosed on the one hand, and then let's bring in all the other magic that is available to us to help you, um, you know, be healthier and yeah, it's never too late to get the help you need. Um, and I think it's crucial that more people do. But the of- earlier you do it, the, the easier, better. Oh, the easier yeah. it is, right? I'm always talking about the body being in balance, right? Yeah, exactly. And if it's just a little out of balance, it's just a little tweak to bring it back into balance. But when exactly. it's way out of balance over here, it's going to you know, take more effort and more work and take longer. Yeah. But the other thing that I like to share with people is you didn't just get here overnight. So why are you expecting to be better overnight? This is building in your body for weeks, months, in some cases, years. And so if working with me or working with you is a six month process, that's still in most cases, much less time than what you've already been. For sure. And, you know, and especially in my line of work too, with habit-based change, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the secret really is you may not have paid attention to all those little changes you were making to get that out of balance. But when you start making little changes consistently over time, um, yeah, they're manageable. It's manageable. It's doable. It's, and like you said, um, it's, it will eventually come back. You just have to give it time. Exactly. So I have your book here, which I've thoroughly enjoyed reading and I see your background there. (laughs) And I have a copy here. (laughs) Yeah. And I highly recommend people pick up this book because it is such so much great information in it, um, some worksheets, etc. And what I also really love that you have in here is your list, your list of 150 different things to get people moving for those watching on video 150 ways to move more so i don't know if you want to maybe share your favorites from this list um just to kind of inspire some people for some things that they haven't thought of i certainly know i love moving my body but yeah what are your maybe it's your favorites or maybe it's the the easiest ones for many of your clients to step into when you get them moving again yeah, you know, I uh, there's two things about that list. 150 is is uh, kind of a double meaning. 150 minutes a week is the right. minimum amount of yes. um, time people need to invest to keep healthy. Which is, if you break it into time, it's 20 minutes a day. Right. Um, and 20 minutes a day. The magic here is it doesn't have to all be done at once. 
right to break it up so um coming up with 150 ways to move i i think that's you know something that comes very naturally to me i can be outside and look at a sidewalk crack and think oh my gosh i could jump over the sidewalk crack i could do squats on the sidewalk crack like there's lots of ways Remember to skipping over it as children skipping, like don't step don't on the step crack you break your mother's right. back that one um there's lots of rhyme, rhymes yeah they're really yeah, good they're don't step helpful. on the line or you'll break your father's spine i mean right. i grew up in japan and we did that right there you go there you go so um the 150 so the the 150 minutes a week and then 150 ways because I honestly think people deserve the option to find what works for them. And one of the um, assessments, personal assessments, I didn't want to actually call them worksheets because I don't want people to think of working out as this like negative, right? When you, you get to move your, you don't have to, but you get right. to play. So um, the personal assessment on what did you like to do as a kid? Because that is still available to us. Mm -hmm. You just because, you know, we, yes, we grow and age, but those things that brought us joy as a kid are still available and often just as good as, if not better than, especially for people that don't like to go to a gym, um, they're, the world is your playground. So my favorites, well, I love skipping rope. I love hula hooping. It's, I love to hula hoop. I love to stand in line. Yeah, I love to stand in line and balance on a leg, one leg. Right. Right. Or, you know, I, I love to airbox if I'm at a stop sign. Like, I just think of, you know, I actually do also don't care what people think when I'm doing right. these things in public. But, right. <laughs> or if I want to do some functional movement, because we all need to keep strong and functional as we age. Functional is just how we move our body naturally, like getting in and out of a chair or on and off of a toilet or in and out right. of a car, all right. of those movements need to be practiced so we can still do them. Yes. So, um, you know, in my book, I even refer to stacking a habit that mm -hmm. you may have, you may not want to go do squats somewhere, but boy, you go to the bathroom, you can do five squats after you've done gone to the bathroom very easily. And so every time you go to the bathroom, you can add that habit on and yeah, it's just simple ways to put more movement in your day and make it fun and playful. And then you can get those 150 minutes pretty easily. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes from choosing or recognizing it's a choice. And then, as you say, just figuring out how you can fit it in, in small different places through the day. Yeah. So I'd love to share with you a couple of stories. Um, I recently bought the mirror. Are you familiar? Oh, with how do you like it? Oh my goodness. I cannot say how much I love my mirror enough <laughs> because awesome. it's right, you know, 10,000 workouts to choose from, right? Right. It's right downstairs in the living room, kind of behind the couch. So I can do like stretching in the evening and my husband's watching TV and I'm on the other side of the couch. He doesn't even know I'm there doing my stretching. So A, I stretch way more, which is really important after my days on the mountain skiing. Uh -huh. But with 10,000 workouts, I do something on that every single day. Sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three classes because they have five minute classes. They have 15 minute classes, right? right. Yeah. And I've tried all these new things that I wasn't doing before. So I was spending about $1,400 a year on my yoga and my gym membership. Mm -hmm. Now I've bought this and the ROI is like within a year. 
And I pay $50 a month membership for it. But for all of these different classes now, so I've tried boxing. I never did boxing before, but now I'm learning how to box, right? Fun, right? I do. I've got cardio strength. I just found foam roller stretching the other day, which I needed after we had 70 centimeters of snow on the mountain last Monday and my thighs were killing me. So yeah. I've been doing foam, foam roller stretching. Yep, but I did Tai Chi with my kids when they were home at Christmas. We were laughing. There's kickboxing, there's bar, there's Pilates, there's yoga there's toning there's sculpt there's bar i mean there's so many different workouts on there you can do competitions with other people so they'll like put your pictures together and for 30 seconds you work out as hard as you can and you get a score so it's super fun and Mm -hmm. again it makes you makes me feel like i'm playing and it's really convenient right it's a big piece for people really big piece because Even going to the gym is still for me. I'm, if I walk, it's a 20 minute walk and then I do an hour workout and then it's a 20 minute walk home. So that's a big chunk of my day. Or if I drive, it's still a five minute drive and da, 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 da. Right. And then just to be able to go downstairs for five minutes and just do something for five minutes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I really love that they've come out with that. And yeah, the pandemic really did serve us well mm-hmm. on that front because yeah. it brought um, the option to a lot more people. It, it, I mean, even if you don't have a mirror, there are, you know, YouTube has thousands yes, and thousands exactly. of classes and, you know, Peloton, you don't have to own a yes. Peloton bike. You can use the app, you know, right. you don't have to have a bike. Just, you know, I think that's, uh, you bring up a really important point, convenience, fun. And if you'll use it, then you'll do it. So, and there's no right or wrong, right? You're experimenting. You're a perfect example of you're trying stuff on and wow, I really like that. And who knew? And it just opens up a whole world that I think as we age and as life evolves, we deserve that because why wouldn't you try? There's no reason not to try. Exactly. And it has opened up a whole new world because before all I did was cardio classes and stretch strength classes at the gym. And then my yoga classes, different kinds of yoga classes, but I didn't have access to bar and Pilates and kickboxing and Mm -hmm. boxing and tie all of these other things. Right. And I certainly wasn't stretching as much as I should. Sure. Five minutes at the end of every class, but not like I should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What I also love too, is the whole family can do it. And like I said, they have classes from five minutes to an hour from beginner to advanced. So there's something for everyone. There's even chair workouts which is fabulous and I've done some chair stretching which is just as good as not doing you know like it's there's all sorts of things so it doesn't matter where you're at you can get started you can absolutely also I do want to point out you said something really really valuable there is that there's five minutes there's 10 minutes the only reason that um people think they need an hour is because that's how trainers get paid right it's a huge fallacy to think that that is a a necessity. You don't need an hour at all. If you have an hour, awesome. <laughs> Go for an hour walk or whatever. But right, you know, just that all movement matters and the and the time you have, like you said, it's fantastic. And in fact, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard from other trainers that you're better off actually moving multiple times through the day than doing a whole hour long workout first thing in the morning and then not moving all day. Right. Absolutely. If that so is true. those little five minute work workouts is better. So have you heard of non-exercise activity thermogenesis? It's called NEAT. I have not. 
Okay. So neat is exactly what you're talking about. It's a fancier word, but uh, neat stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which means um, you are doing yourself a disservice by doing your workout and sitting for the rest of the day. You almost cancel out the benefits versus yes, please still keep up your strength and your cardio and those things, but be intentional about how you're moving throughout the day, set timers to get up. Um, you absolutely, that movement is as good as, if not better than a full long workout, all, right. all that's why all movement matters. And that's why, yeah, it, it throughout the day, it's everything. It's kind of the thing that people don't talk about, but really everybody should know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I live in a two-story home. So after each call that I do with my clients, I'm always up and down the stairs, right? Just on purpose. I need more tea or something else. And then I sit on a ball and I love my yes. ball because I can wiggle, right? And right. I'm all, and I'm just always moving. Exactly. <laughs> you, you've got things going on there, girl. I love it. I love all of this. And what I do want to say too about the mirror that I really loved is they give you a 30-day money-back guarantee. Right. So you can't lose. You can right. buy it and try it. And if it's really not for you, you can return it. But I bought it and I tried it and I just loved it. So four months yeah. later, I'm still rocking my mirror. Again, but, find something you love to do and you'll stick with it. Exactly. And if it doesn't work, there are thousands of other ways to move your body. hundred percent. Absolutely. And get outside. So, too. Yeah. Something else that I also want to share with you, you were talking about, you know, what did you do when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I recently did some training and I did NLP and timeline therapy and hypnotherapy training. And we're get tapping into the unconscious mind. And I know you're all very familiar with that, with habit change. I'm actually reading Atomic Habits right now too. So, oh, what a great so aligned, So aligned here. Yes. But, you know, understanding that our unconscious mind is a toddler, right? It just wants oh. to play and have fun. And it only communicates in signs and, you know, numbers and single words because it's a toddler. So I went out for a walk during the day that we were doing hypnotherapy. And it was just a beautiful sunny day. And mm-hmm. I just let my... Um, phone just start playing music and I just wanted to dance and I'm on the valley trail I live in Whistler so no one was around me at the point of that point and when music comes on I just have to move my body you so and I'm, me both. I'm like dancing across the bridge across the waterfall and my <laughs> eyes are closed and I'm twirling and I'm thinking I'm just like a little kid and I start skipping and it takes me back to being seven years old I can't remember yes. the last time I skipped right and yeah. then I see a man walking up the path the other way and I'm like he probably thinks I'm a nutcase, but I don't care. Maybe he'll just see my pure joy and maybe that will That's make him it. happy for today, right? Exactly. <laughs> so I kept on skipping past and enjoying my music. And I literally felt like I was seven years old again. And it was amazing. But so often we hold ourselves back, right? Because we think, well, an adult can't behave like that. Yes, we can. Why not? I know. You know, it's true. <laughs> and did we all get so serious. Well, there's, that's the thing. Becoming an adult does take on a level of seriousness that um, also sheds the light on the fact that, you know, we think these playful moments aren't available to us anymore. I mean, imagine if your, your spouse or your friend said, Hey, let's go play in the woods (laughs) instead of going to the gym. It's so much easier to say, okay, I'm just going to go out to play for a while. I'll be right back. Then um, I have to go do this serious thing because I know I, it's good for me, but I actually hate it. And it's really bothering me. And you know, those kind of things being, being, uh, giving yourself permission to getting back to being a kid, um, feels way more fun and achievable than, you know, not it's, it's a state of mind really. 
Melissa, you know, play is a state of mind and exercise is play. And if I people love that you said that, that it's a state of mind, I totally agree. Yeah. If people, um, can switch the, their thinking and understand that, you know, play is exercise, exercise is play. Then their whole world can open up hundred percent. Yeah. And I love what you said about let's go play in the woods, because I know uh, you've mentioned that play is nature's therapy. Oh, right? play is nature's therapy on so many levels. And, you know, the mind body connection is so powerful and mm-hmm. you really can feel it um, big time when you're outside in nature. You know, it, the, the mental and physical benefits of being outside is is really next level. And again, it doesn't take a lot of time. Uh, but it does take, and I, I also like to say there's no bad weather. There's yes, just bad, only bad clothing. Just bad gear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a girl um, guide leader. I know that one right? too. Okay. <laughs> That's must, that must be where I got it from. I was never a girl guide leader, but you know, I, I, no matter the weather play is still available to us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As long as you're safe, of course. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And because it boosts your mood, it, it, it improves your memory. It, it helps fight disease. You know, there's chronic diseases that are preventable if you spend more time moving your body and enjoying nature. That's why it's nature's therapy. Well, and because we know that nature helps us drop out of our chronic stress state and exactly. into our rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system. And in our world today, too many of us are living stuck in that chronic stress state. Oh yeah, fight or flight. That, <gasps> when yeah. we're in that fight or flight, right? In order for the body to be producing the cortisol and the adrenaline that it thinks we need in order for us to get away from the lion or tiger that it thinks is chasing us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it shuts down other systems, one of which is our immune system because the immune system takes energy. And right now the brain thinks we need all the energy we can to get to safety. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why it's so therapeutic. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there is a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. I I mean, I'm so fortunate. I live in Whistler. I've got nature all around me. It was a choice to live here. I only ever came for one season. And 32 years later, I'm still here. Here you are. At 22, somehow I knew to make that choice. But I remember just a couple summers ago, I went to Vancouver for the day, right? So driving around in the city and I was doing appointments and things. And so that can be stressful when you don't do it all the time. Right. And on the way home, who put all those cars on the road? Exactly. Where is everybody going? (laughs) Where am I going to find a parking spot? Right. (laughs) And why is it so crowded in this line? Because I have five minutes to get to my next appointment anyway. So I'm driving home and I stopped in at Alice Lake, one of our camping sites in Squamish, where my sister and her family were camping for the week. And it was my niece's birthday. And I pulled into their spot and I parked and I needed to go to the washroom. So I walked over to the little outhouse there. And as I walked back towards their site, like I had not been there two minutes and I physically felt the stress just leave my body. Yeah. And it, it was just, again, another reminder of, I'm, I'm fully aware of the benefits of this, but to feel it so 
you know, I don't know, viscerally, I guess in my body, yeah. it's just that aha of, gee, I did kind of had a stressful day today for it to leave my body like that within two minutes of being back in nature. Love it. Right. So, and by an outhouse. Wow. That's really, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of relief happening. Yeah. It didn't fall in. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me more about, um, I know there's studies that show the benefit of, you know, nature and the benefit to the brain, et cetera, et cetera, um, and benefit to health. So share a little bit more of these studies with me. Well, sure. You know, there is a, um, a recent study found that moderate physical activity thickened parts of the brain, uh, in, in beneficial ways to that led 60 year olds who had been sedentary scoring as though they were 20 years younger, wow. uh, which is kind of phenomenal on ex- with executive function, um, which is the ability to pay attention and organize and achieve goals. So, you know, that in itself, having that happen, but also, you know, the other medicinal benefits of play are uh, it can help manage arthritis. Um, in fact, it can improve arthritis symptoms by up to 40%. And even that 150 minutes a week, the moderate physical activity um, can reduce your risk of developing type two diabetes by 26%. And, and that's huge in today's world. 26%. Yeah. With moderate intensity. Right. And that's what people have to really understand that one in four adults globally do not get 150 minutes a week of exercise. Right because there's this stopgap between what they think they need to do to get in shape versus really what's available to them. And that's where I'm, you know, bringing this whole play message back to is that that 150 minutes is seriously easy to get when you give yourself more permission to be playful and find the things that you like to do. Right. And you've got a whole list of 150 things to start sparking ideas. Oh, that. And, you know, also I I didn't want to write my book to, I didn't want to write another exercise book. I didn't want to write a book that says, this is what you have to do. And this is the way you have to do it. Right. I come at this as truly as a coach, here are some tools you can use to start understanding how much time you're moving every day. um, The kinds of things you like to do your vision of what being healthy as you age looks like, you know, having a, I even actually did a vision board specifically for this book, which I have as a screensaver on my computer. And, you know, it's literally it's fresh fruits and vegetables and playing in the woods and being in nature and those things, they really speak to me and still to this day. And um, also things in, in my book, you know, really what you value and believe and really, you know, what you're willing, able and able to do um, all helps paint the right picture as an individual to find the way to move a little more and play every day. And I love that you made a vision board around it and just to create that future plan for yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, we all deserve some inspiration and we all imagine, you know, this is not about getting cut for a competition, you know, play. It's not about, you know, always building and, and goal achieving and those type of things. And it's, it's also not about fitting an address from when you were 15. This is about like achieving manageable, sustainable change and movement play is 
the most positive catalyst for change. Once you start moving more, you feel better. Mm-hmm. Once you feel better, you'll probably sleep better because you're a little more tired. Like your body's working for you, not against you. When you're sleeping better, you actually eat better. Those, all those ways to manage our health at, as we age are available. And I believe the lowest barrier to entry and the most fun way to do it is playing hundred percent. I totally agree with you there. Totally agree with you. And you also mentioned just there, we all need a little inspiration. And so I just want to let the audience know that if you're tuning into this episode for the first time, that uh, this is coming out in my theme of play for the month of May, 2022, Mm -hmm. but my April episodes were all about inspiration. So if you're also looking for inspiration in your life, go check out those episodes as well. So I agree that um, the lowest barrier to entry is play. Like there's almost no barrier at all. And we can just walk outside our front door and find ways to play when we open our mind to that. Um, something again, I'm grateful for through this pandemic is I bought a paddleboard because I figured, well, if I can't travel anywhere, I'm going to be home more. And I absolutely love my paddleboard. In fact, last year, April 16th was my first day on my paddleboard. Awesome. And I it for seven days in a row because we had this sudden week of gorgeous blue sky, sunny weather. Yeah. I won't be on my paddleboard this year on April 17th, 16th, because a, the mountain is still open for the oh first time in two years where spring skiing is oh, usually open, but the last two years it closed early. But secondly, we still have a lot of snow this year and uh, the weather isn't as warm. So I will keep skiing. And then in May, I will, I'm looking forward to getting my paddleboard out. But the other thing that I started was backcountry hiking with my oldest daughter. Nice. And we have absolutely loved getting out into nature, you know, hiking up, taking everything with us, exploring different dehydrated food options, et cetera, et cetera, you know, having our tent. And we're again planning this summer more backcountry camping trips because we just enjoy the time together, the memories. We're we're taking devices, but we can't really use them. We're having them for when we're like on the way back and forth, et cetera, but we're out of self range. Right. So we're leaving the world behind. Love that. Just getting into nature. You know what else I love about that? And, uh, I, I use the, I share this a lot with my clients in that, that in itself, what you're doing is a wonderful role modeling opportunity to help, um, you know, you, I know you're a guided health professional, but you truly are guiding your own child and helping them explore and understand those um, wonderful ways that nature can really decompress us and really help us tune into our world. I, I think it's great. You know, there's a lot of people that struggle with their kids on devices or their um, grandchildren or it's a real issue, mm-hmm. um, but having the opportunity to be in a role model position to um, introduce other people that we love to other ways of getting outside and moving, um, it's wonderful. So I applaud you for that. Well, thank you. And we both really love it. And in fact, it was she that last October uh, before we went, she looked up the time of sunrise and she made me get up oh, I love that. <laughs> at four 30 in the morning. Cause I think sunrise, I think sunrise was at five, but we wanted to see all the beautiful change of the colors right. in the sky. Right. I so you have to pictures. first get up when it's pitch black. 
Yeah. Did you take pictures? We took a lot of pictures and we just sat there in complete silence. We found an empty platform that we just went and lay on in our sleeping bags and looked up at the sky. And then when it started getting lighter, we actually sat up and took tons of pictures. And it was just, we barely, we barely talked. We didn't need to talk. We were so in awe of yeah. what awe happened. Awe and it, wonder. Yeah. We all, we all deserve more awe and wonder. Yeah. And it, again, like nature, um, it's available to us. Yeah. You just have to be intentional. Exactly. And, and when your intention matches what you really desire, that's that I'm so glad you had that experience together. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was super, super fun. And I absolutely, you know, love what you're doing and not only bringing this to individuals, but also into the, the corporate workplace, because that's often where we can feel like we have to be serious. We're being paid to do a job. Right. And, you know, that is a little bit bred into us in terms of society, especially in the corporate world. I know from my experience in my past life being in the mm-hmm. corporate world that yep. you know, it's serious. And uh, well, I think the industrial revolution really set the tone for that, that, you know, productivity over fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I, I believe that it doesn't have to be like that. In fact, when I talk to corporate groups, my, the favorite topic I talk about is how to add more play into your workday. And people are often surprised by that, but it's, it's not that hard. You just have to find a way. And again, role modeling uh, as leaders, I think it's important that leaders take the time to model that behavior to their employees because, because you can, you know, Mm -hmm. you can, it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Exactly. And I was, I heard a stat, I don't remember the exact stat recently, but I know, you know, employee engagements are at all time lows right Right. now. It's like ridiculous, like 80% disengagement, right? Mm -hmm. But um, when they see the CEO or the leadership step into caring for themselves. So this was more about encouraging CEOs to look after their health because they're looking after everybody else's and then they're not looking after their own. But what they saw was when the CEO started looking after their health, then everybody else started doing it too, because it gave them permission to do that. So maybe if the CEO went for a walk at lunchtime, well, oh, well, if he can do that, I can do that. Right. But if he's in his office working all through lunch, then the rest of the employees think that that's what they have to do too. Yeah. It comes back to that role modeling, whether you're a parent or a CEO being intentional with um, leading your healthy behaviors and your healthy habits around others that see it, it makes a huge, huge difference on how mm-hmm. people will show up for you mm-hmm. as a parent or as a leader, for sure. Well, parents are leaders. So let's just put that all in the same category. <laughs> and the, the reality is, is when we're playing, we are getting out of that stress state. And so ultimately you might be thinking you're taking time away from doing something to play, but yes. you will actually get more done because when you get out of that stress state, your frontal lobe will function better and you will be able to be more focused when you come back to your work and your mind just won't be in this overwhelm of ping, 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 getting nothing done. And not to mention all that uh, playtime adds up to reducing the other big, big thing that's come out of this pandemic, which is anxiety and depression. Yes. Yes. You know, getting people to... Uh, understand those movement habits, the play habit um, can reduce their help to reduce it. It 
Absolutely. There's a whole, I, I, I mean, I speak to Dr. John Rady in my book, who is like mm-hmm. the preeminent psychiatrist on movement and play. And, you know, just, it can be as good as not necessarily replace medication, but as good as taking medication. Um, not that anybody should ever stop taking their medication without their doctor, but those the, the regular exercise can work wonders for your mental health and uh, therefore also lead to productivity at the office. So hundred percent agree. Well, I've totally loved laughing with you throughout this episode, which yes, is been perfect because so it's been fun and we've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> so I always love to ask my episode guests, what does, uh, now I can't even say it. What does don't wait for your wake up call mean to you? Oh yeah. Uh, you know, the wake, don't wait for your wake up call means be as proactive about your health as you can. You are the CEO of your health. You are the person in charge and having, uh, you know, stuff happens in life, but the more prepared we are and the better we take care of ourselves proactively when those wake up calls happen, like we talked about at the beginning, um, they're way less scary because you have things in place to help you through manage through and come out the other side on the positive end. Um, cause wake up calls will happen to everybody. They just mm-hmm. do uh, at some point. So the more prepared, like a girl guy, the more prepared you are, um, the better off you'll be because health through health is wealth. Exactly. I love that. And I'm so uh, happy to hear that your husband has just experienced exactly that. So and yeah. that he's doing really well. So that's awesome. Thank so you. if people are interested in learning more about you, your work, your book, how can they find you and reach out to you? So everything anybody needs to reach out to me is on my website, which is Janet Olmstead. So no L, no H, O-M-S-T-E-A-D, Olmstead.com. Uh, And, uh, over there you'll find links to find my book. I have free downloads. Um, those assessment sheets we were talking about, uh, the free first chapter of my book, if you'd like to get a preview, uh, and also, you know, speaking or coaching it's all there. So or an Instagram, I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn. And I think those notes will be in Yes. So I will make sure all of that is in the show notes for the listeners. And yes, thank you very much for the gift to the audience as well of the first chapter of your book, because I know when people read that, they will definitely want more. And um, as we finish up, what is one tip that you would like to leave with the audience so they can listen to this and then go out and just start playing today? The tip of this moment I would say is the mindset is I get to play. I don't have to work out. I get to play. And when you change your mindset, um, it, it will make a big difference to how you show up. And I'd love to hear how you're playing. So let me know if you've found something fun, <laughs> reach out to me because it'd be great to know how you determined that. I love that. So yes, start playing and email Janet and let her know what you have started doing in your life. Well, thank you again for joining us here today, Janet. It's been so much fun. And thank you to my audience for tuning in every week. And uh, we will be here again next week. So have a wonderful week out there, everyone. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. 
Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.